0: Hi, welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Alex Papas, Senior Pastor at Oceans Unite Christian Center. Well, good evening, everybody. Well, the presence of God is here, so I don't want to talk any nonsense. Let's just move right into communion this evening. Can I ask the ushers if they could begin to hand out the communion elements, please? I'm gonna do communion this evening. I'm gonna share four things about communion with you, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you what I'm gonna be doing tonight when I minister to you. And trust that the Lord will answer our prayer this evening. I know that He will. <laughs> and then. Um, And then we shall see. Aren't you guys so grateful to the Lord? Amen. (laughs) Hasn't it been just an amazing week of his presence in this place? Amen. While they begin to hand out the elements, I just wanna say, first of all, that communion is one of the most sacred sacraments. It is... It is a powerful thing and should never be done in haste or ever done ritualistically. The Bible suggests that we should do communion very often because there's something extremely powerful which I'll share with you this evening briefly before we get into the ministry time. So I'm going to read through it real quick and then we'll get into it. When you receive your elements, please hang on to them won't be too long amen <laughs> First Corinthians chapter number 11 verse 23 this is where paul gives an instruction on how to take communion correctly he says "For i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. There's so much in this that we could really talk about. We could spend quite a bit of time on it, but there's just a few things I want to point out to you. If you take a look, you can see one of the first commissions in this, and we can see this in verse 24, he says that we should remember, that we should remember what was done, remember the sacrifice that was made, remember the love that was poured out, remember his goodness. I want to read to you this evening from Isaiah 53, verse number 3. Isaiah 53, verse number three, take a look at this, prophesied more than 300, 400 years before the Lord came long before He came. in fact, it's before, long before then. This was prophesied about Jesus. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised. And we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I really believe that that scripture sums up everything that Jesus has done. Sacrificially, you know, the Bible tells us that he he says that he could have called legions of angels to come and save him if he wanted to, but he made a decision to lay his life down so that you and I could be saved. When we take communion, we remember what Jesus has done. We remember his love poured out. We remember his sacrificial life, the way that he lived his life. And then we remember the cross. Everything points to the cross. Our life is at the cross. Our peace is at the cross. Our healing is at the cross. And never forget this, that your Savior is at the cross. The second thing that we see clearly in the scripture is it says that we should proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. This you can see in verse 26. He says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. The word proclaim in the Greek means to announce or to declare his death, to speak it, to, to speak about what he has done, to proclaim his death. And listen, because this is powerful. When we are together, we proclaim his death to each other, but we also proclaim his death to the unseen world. This is so powerful. When we take communion, we are making a proclamation that we we recognize the body and the blood of the living God that came and died for you and I, and we lift that sacrament up to every single power principality human being whether saved or not saved and make a declaration or a proclamation that Jesus Christ is lord of all and that he has paid the greatest price for us and in him is fullness of healing and deliverance and joy and peace and everything you could possibly need is found in him it speaks about about this anticipation or basically a proclamation of his death or until he comes. But when we immediately begin to think of his second coming, I honestly believe that's the next thing that we think about when we take communion. The Bible suggests that we should look forward to his second coming. In fact, that's one of the most powerful things and it's become really, really disappointing how the church today doesn't want the Lord to come but I don't know about you, I'm excited about his second coming. And we can see that the disciples, even the disciples, John and Paul and Peter had an anticipation that he would come. That anticipation is supposed to be in the church because the church is supposed to rise up and do everything that we are called to do desiring to fulfill the mandate that God has given the church in every church age. The church is supposed to take their place with eager anticipation. Did they miss it when they anticipated it? Absolutely not. If the generation before us anticipated His coming, they did what was right. We also should anticipate the second coming of the Lord with eagerness, with excitement. Give thanks to Him. It's an awesome privilege for us to do that. The fourth thing I wanna share with you tonight and then I'm gonna stop is that he tells us that we should examine ourselves. We should examine ourselves when we come into communion. And he talks about how there's judgment that can come on us if we do not discern the Lord's body specifically. Do you know that when you're partaking in communion, you're partaking in his body and his blood. You are partaking in the Christ. It is a very, very powerful thing that we are doing that represents Absolute partaking of his body and his blood, and when we eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, we are made whole, we are we are in Christ, we are his, we are sealed, we are protected, we are covered, we are we are fully in him. It is an extremely powerful thing. Many Christians have a tendency to fear taking communion as soon as we say examine themselves because they feel not worthy. You are not worthy. You will never be worthy. That's why he died on the cross. So that you could be made worthy. That's the only way you will be made worthy. So the point is not to skip communion because of your sins. The point is to take an opportunity. Recognize that it's the body and the blood that saved you. It's the body and the blood that delivered you. It's the body and the blood that makes you whole. And in that moment we say, Father, does your word not declare that we can come before you and say, Lord, forgive us. For our trespasses. And in the same manner that we ask for our trespasses to be forgiven. So we ask Lord. that So we declare. Forgive us our trespasses. We will also forgive those who have sinned against us. Or trespassed against us. It's an opportunity to come before God. And make right with him. Forgive anyone. Tonight before we take communion. If there is anybody that you need to forgive. Forgive them recognize the power of his body. Also, I believe very firmly that the Lord wants us to recognize the power of coming together, the church body. And listen to me, I believe strongly that there's an emphasis in the spirit. This is so clear. When I was praying this afternoon, the Lord showed me that the days of denominationalism must come down. We need to stop looking at other members of the body of Christ as though there's something wrong with them. They may be a little different, but I promise you an arm looks nothing like a leg. A finger looks nothing like a toe. We need to love one another. We need to appreciate one another. In fact, in the first book of John, it is so evident and clear that if we don't love our neighbor, if we don't love our brother specifically, that the love of God is not in us. So I love every other Christian, every other believer, Christian that serves the Lord Jesus Christ they are our brothers and our sisters they are part of the body of Christ so we love them all all of them those that declare that Jesus Christ is Lord don't sit there and go well you know what about those guys you know they're not so good you can talk to the Lord about that one Amen. And so what we're going to do is many of you have fasted and prayed and have really been seeking the Lord. We're going to take communion and give Him thanks for everything that He's done. We're going to take a moment examine our own hearts. But I want you to do something tonight. As we take this communion... Come before the Lord. So I'm gonna give you quite a bit of time before we take the elements. Examine your heart. Repent if you need to repent. Make right if you need to make right. And then just begin to worship. And then say to the Lord, Lord, these are the things that I came before you for during this season. These are the things that I'm believing for. And then I'm gonna pray what we also corporately are standing and believing for. And then we're gonna partake together of his body and of his blood. So let's all bow our heads for just a moment. Listen, if you wanna lie on the floor when you do this, go on your knees, do whatever you wanna do, you can do that right now. This is a very sacred, holy moment where we take a minute to just examine our own hearts before the Lord. Let's do that now. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. For more teaching like this and other material, please visit our website at www.oceansunite.com.